Welcome to The Breakdown, where we dig deeper into Sunday sermon, talk about life, and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hey, what's up, Brian? Hey, how we doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Man, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to record with us, or with me today. I appreciate it. No problem, man. I'm honored to do it, and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. So uh, so welcome to The Breakdown. Uh, today we have uh, Brian LaRue, who is our youth minister here at Galilee Christian Church. Um, man, I'm excited. I'm excited about this series that we're going to talk about uh, today, about uh, lesson one from that. Uh, but before we get into that, um, I got a couple of questions for you. Some little rapid fire questions. Uh, okay. Ready? Shoot, man. Shoot. All right. So. If you had to live in another country, what country would it be and why? If I had to live in another country, what country would it be and why? Um, Wow, that's a tough call. It would probably be to a couple of places I've went on. This isn't a quick one. I'm sorry. It's not rapid fire. I apologize. It'd probably be. (laughs) You're good. uh, I've been to Haiti, India, and Africa on a mission trip. And. Okay. it would be one of those three. Um, it, it, that's where I feel like I'd want to be. I feel like every time I'm there, I get a little whisper from God, like, "Hey, you know, Brian, if you ever, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, just uh, it probably uh, probably be where I'd go is one of those three places." Okay, yeah, man, I'd, I'd go to, I'd, I'd move to India with you. I've been there cool. a couple times. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool country. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely different, but wow, it's it's definitely cool. What's at the top of your bucket list? Top of my bucket list, uh, before I kick the bucket, uh, uh, this is going to sound weird, but I am always been looking forward to, and it's a little time away. I've always looked forward to being a grandfather. Uh, okay, my, okay. my grandpa was a really uh, impactful person in my life, and uh, I've always wanted to be a grandpa. Uh, that's that's the top of my list. I love it, man. I can see you. You're going to be an awesome grandpa. I, I can see <laughs> you like in your rocking chair, yeah. rocking grandbabies, man, that that's going to be a fun time. Uh, <laughs> we'll be good. I don't know if grandma's going to let me rock the baby. She'll probably hog the babies. But maybe when they get a little older, I'll get to hang out with them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, that'd be cool. Uh, what's your favorite spot in your hometown? Favorite spot in my hometown? Probably be at, you know, at the house with my parents. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get to go there often, you know, when you you move out of the house. You know, it's just just different, you know, so probably, probably at home with my parents, you know, being there with them. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense, man. I, that's, it's probably one of my comfort places back in my hometown too. It's uh, kind of boring, but, uh, that's probably where I'd be, you know? Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, what's your favorite superhero? I'm gonna go Wolverine. Wolverine. I Wolverine. Like yeah. I like, uh, I always enjoyed Wolverine. Yeah, they're they're actually. Uh, I hear they're doing a remake um, of some of the X Men movies, and uh, Wolverine's one of them. Hugh Jackman played a really good Wolverine. So I agree. I think he's the one that he sold me on it a little bit. You know, I really like. I'm interested to see who they're going to get to play him. You know, like yeah, it's, it's a hard uh, act to follow, man. It is. He did it well. Uh, yep. Okay, kind of piggybacking on that one. Um, what's your favorite uh, Avengers film? Favorite Avengers film. Or anybody in that realm, you know, of Marvel. In that, yeah, Marvel. I would probably go. Uh, 
man, this is a hard one. I, I really don't like the the character he plays, but I like what he I like really like Iron Man. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like his attitude many times, you know, but <laughs> the gadgets and I feel like they typecasted uh, uh, who plays him. I can't think of his name now. Man, I almost said Tony Stark. Uh, yeah, it's I not know t- what you're talking about. Uh, I can't think of his name, but I think they typecasted him. He plays the perfect Iron Man, the perfect Tony Stark to me. Um, Absolutely, I, I agree 100. percent And the same with Captain America. Man, those those oh, two yeah. actors played those roles so well, and I think that's why it had so much success. You know. Yep. Whoever the casting director is, they get they deserve a, a an Emmy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> for they, sure. For sure. All right, last one. What hobby would you love to start? I would love to start Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I have been on Ooh. the cusp a couple times wanting to do that. Yeah. And what keeps me from it is figuring out when I would do that um, mm. with the family and church stuff. Like, when would I ever have a hole to actually go and be there and learn? But that is on my list to a hobby to pick up somewhere down the line. Man, that's pretty cool. I, I, I like that. Um, yeah. One of my, my actually, um, my advisor in college was um, a Taekwondo. Uh, was it Taekwondo? No, it was, um, it was one of those forms of, of martial arts, but she uh, was an Olympic coach. And when I'm talking about could th- can hip throws anybody, okay. no matter how big you are, it was, <laughs> it was pretty scary in class. She, she um, hip threw an offensive lineman that was on our, our college football team. And it was, it was pretty insane. Um, but, man, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed kind of those uh, tidbits of knowledge about you. Um, so now we're going to kind of segue into the lesson that we we had Sunday. Uh, normally, I'm on the end of the interviewer and uh, and because Nick normally preaches. Um, yeah. But I, I got the opportunity to preach this week, man, and I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, really enjoyed that whole process of, of getting ready for it. And, you know, you don't. Maybe people don't realize, but how much you learn when you sermon prep. I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's insane. But we started the series called Growing the Church. And this particular lesson, we talked about maturity. And so maybe um, maybe we'll open up with um, what do you think about when you think of, of, you know, growing in maturity as far as the church? Man, I think it's 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 vital. You know, um, growing people into maturity, you know, as a youth minister, that's really, um, it's kind of a twofold thing. I want to bring maturity spiritually, like, um, you know, a lot of times kids come from homes and they have a base already, but sometimes there's kids who get invited by a friend or, you know, I get to invite here or there and and seeing them grow in maturity is one of my favorite things uh, to get to see. Uh, But at the same time, I'm also on the end of helping grow into maturity with, you know, how, how to be mature, how to be, go from a, a middle schooler to a young adult to, yeah. you know, to the next, to the college stage of life. And there's just a lot of crossovers with spiritual maturity and also maturity as a, as a young person. Um, yeah. So I think it's vital. And one of my favorite things nowadays, and I'm not a big Facebook person, but one of my favorite things to do is look at students who, uh, 20 years ago, we were in my youth group that have gr- continued to grow and stay close to Christ and mature, mm. and now are leading their families. Yeah, like 
I understand what Paul says, and uh, I think it's the first part of Philippians, where to see those kind of ch- kids continue to grow. It gives me great joy to see you grow in the faith. Like I, it gives me great joy when I see a, a student mature um, spiritually. Um, it, it's one of my favorite things to see, and I think it's it's a vital, important part of what you and I do, right, is to help people grow. Absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, I made sure to, to mention a couple of times um, and the message was that it's founded on the gospel. Yeah. We, there's no way that we, um, under our own means, can, can grow in spiritual maturity without uh, remembering what Jesus has done for us. And then I, I also made the point of, um, you know, growth happens on purpose um, over time. And, and I think those, those things are essential because I think... You know, when you're a new Christian, it's like, man, I just want everything to be right. I just want to look like Christ as much as I can. Yeah. And then you realize it's a journey. It really does take time. And we got to be specific in the, in the things that we do to help ourselves uh, grow. And, and that's kind of what this last message was about was you know, these things help us to mature. And, yep. and I, I hit on those four things. Um I want to spend, uh, I think, the bulk of our time on this first one, because for me, when I went home, I was like, man, I, I feel like there's so much to this that I couldn't, you know, say everything in a 35 minute sermon. And so the first one that I talked about was bearing with one another um, and to bear with one another means to really be rooted, to uh, endure with them or to suffer uh, alongside Um Man, maybe maybe shed some light on that. What does that what does that look like in your ministry? What does that what does it look like for the Christian um, to bear with one another? I think it's. I mean, all these things we're going to talk about. I, I have my my notes in front of me. I'm a note guy. Whenever someone's preaching, because it just helps me. Uh, it helps me track better, and it keeps me on focused. And I love. Sometimes it's cool to go back to them. So I, you know, bearing with one another is is so important. I mean, there you know endure together and and that kind of leans us to and points to the difficult times and it's it's so vital mm-hmm. and to have those people that are with us growing in maturity in those and like I, I can tell you I can tell you story after story of times where my family has went through something and the church just shows up I mean one that comes off the top of my head is uh, you know a little before you got here my mother-in-law had been struggled with cancer for a couple of years and it was just a struggle. And as she passed, I mean, just, uh, we came home from the funeral and there was just uh, my church people and full of food and we had all this extended family here. And, and they just, uh, just showered us with love and, and, and food that day and bared with us. I mean, I can't tell you how many notes sent, how many people ask me, how is she doing? I'm praying, you know, like all these things have just bared with us during those things um, and helped us endure, you know, the heavy things, you know. And I remember having several talks during that rough time, like what do people do without the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Yeah, yeah. What do they do without the brothers and sisters in Christ when they're, I mean, maybe there's people in their lives with it, at work that come to their rescue, which I'm sure there is, right? I mean, but the church is, is so beautiful when it's doing this, right? When it's bearing with one another 
And I like that one thing you said is, is, is we have an obligation to each other, right? That's yeah, yeah. like we do. Like my obligation is to you. Like that's, you know, my obligation is to the church, like to the, the kids in the youth group, like the, to my brothers and sisters in Christ that we have that this obligation to, to one another. And there's, um, there's a peace in that, like from, you know, a perspective of maybe somebody else that can count on you. Like, I know that if I need something, I can call my brothers and sisters, you know, uh, that are part of the church because I know that they're, they're willing to lay down whatever's going on and Mm -hmm. sacrifice and, and for my sake, so that I could become closer to Jesus. And and that, that definitely means a lot. And one of the things that came up in my, in my thoughts afterward was bearing with one another when, we're we're going through a time not not necessarily a hard time but when we're trying to mature in a particular area of our life i think of like newlywed couples um you know marriage is is a tough thing and it it's beautiful and sometimes you know you just don't know what you don't know and so as a mature believer and i think you could attest to, to this um is that when you have somebody walking alongside you and and really yeah. enduring your immaturity in whatever area of life it is, like there's a beauty in that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, there's a huge beauty in that. I mean, the, and we've got to walk with people. Uh, you know, we've got to grow in that grace together, right? Uh, whether you're mentoring a younger man and he continues to, like, let's say you're working on some, like you're helping him be a, a young husband, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's not going to get it right. Cause I know I didn't get it right all the time. Right. I mean, <laughs> uh, but there, it's always good to have that, uh, you know, that, that person that's in community with you, like growing, you know, that mature Christian that would walk beside you and help you show you the rope, whether that's be your, you know, father you can learn from, or whether it's a, somebody else who's kind of been down the road a little further than we have that would just bear with us as we make knuckleheaded, <laughs> dumb mistakes <laughs> uh, uh, sure. that would have the grace to say, I'm not going to walk away from you. I'm going to walk with you. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, man, I, uh, I think about Jesus when he invites his disciples into the garden with him, like his, yeah. his last moments here on earth, like he wanted those people closest to him to be with him even though they kept falling asleep and didn't understand what was going on like he bared with them with their you know you could say spiritual maturity you know they didn't see it coming but man it shows just as much he he loved them and you know I, i wouldn't want anybody else but people in the church to be a part of my life in that way um and that kind of leads us to our next point is man god's given us gifts and we should use them to build the church. Um, yeah, I've seen it so often of people that are are so talented, you know, maybe in their workplace, but never never really figure out. Okay, how can I use the the gifts God's given me, the spiritual gifts, the you know the uh, innate ability to do this or that within the church? But when you see that that kind of come into the realm of the body of Christ, man, it's pretty cool. Like I just think about the renovation that we're doing and. And how many people are a part of that? Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many talented people within our church. So it's many. Yeah. <laughs> if we just uh, let step in, right? I mean, sometimes we like to we like to guard that, like it's a you know something. Hey, we need to. If you got a talent, use it, man. Use it. Man, I, I like how you said that. Yeah, sometimes we guard, um, you know, ourselves from 
from not being um, not allowing others within the church to use their their gifts to bless us. Yeah. Um, yep. I always think back to like when we would go eat lunch after church with mm-hmm. um, you know one of my dad's friends or mom's friends, and they'd always be like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna pay for it this time," and then you know my dad would be like, "Oh no, I'm gonna pay for it," and it'd be this back and forth banter. Right. But you know they were really trying to bless our family, and sure. sometimes we 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 block that blessing. Um, because we, we like control, you know, we're, we're human. <laughs> sure. So we are, we definitely are. And, and hey, in that section, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to ask you, um, what you've probably taken the spiritual gifts test. What are the ones, what are your top three that you remember when you've taken that? What usually pops up for you? But I'm, I, I'm again, I guess I'm not the guy supposed to be asking questions. Hope I'm not, no, out, you're of good. Hope I'm not out of bounds here, man. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did take the one that uh, that is on our website, and one of them was um, was teaching. Cool. The other one was um, was actually they have a wisdom and knowledge one, which I was like, okay, I was like, man, that's that's interesting. Which you know, I didn't really see that you know myself, sure. and um, I think the other one, teaching wisdom and knowledge. What was the other one? Oh, discernment was, uh, and that one makes. You know, the teaching and discernment I've kind of picked up on. And so for me, that wisdom and knowledge one is new. Cool. And so, um, you know, I'm not trying to be a sage, you know, of anything, <laughs> but uh, that's kind of what I what I hit. But there's another test that I have online as well on our website. It's um, the spiritual. Um, no, it's your temp- yeah, spiritual temperament tests. So um, how how do you relate to God? Like in what areas do you feel closest to God? And that one was really interesting. Um, cool. I've not done that one. Yeah, you should take it. And okay. so for me, it was um, relational and intellectual. And so I feel closest to God when I'm around people. And I was like, man, that makes so much sense. And cool. so, you know, for me, using my my gifts now with the people that I like, I feel like I'm closest with God with other people is kind of natural for me. And so for some people taking those two tests together can kind of say, all right, so maybe these are the areas in which I can bring my gifts to, to begin with, because those are, those are places that I'm naturally comfortable in. And so, yeah, I I would, I'm glad you asked me that. I'm glad. um, I think those two tests really can shed some light on our gifts. Um, Yeah. And give people a little bit of a, uh, you know, like here's a here's a map of maybe where you need to to find yourself into. Like we, even though it doesn't line up with your gifts, you know, to let's say set up chairs or what. You know, like doesn't mean we don't do that, right? We but well, we can get in the sweet spot. It's nice to be in the sweet spot and yeah, absolutely using, using our gifts are so important. Yeah, and I think it 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 and you know we're talking about growing it, it helps us grow because we are stretched and sometimes get in uncomfortable situations where you know maybe we're not uh, specifically comfortable with using our gift here but man when we do it you know god blesses us and and really grows us and so um that kind of moves us on to our next point was which was being rooted in the word and I, and i think you know if people are listening to this podcast this is a pretty straightforward one, you know, be in scripture, be a a student of the word, but you don't have to do it alone. Like some of the best times where I've learned the most is in small groups, you know, learning from other people. Definitely. It's it's a huge, uh, we've got to be in the word. And uh, whenever we say that, I feel like 
it's the Sunday school thing I say every <laughs> every sermon. Be yeah. in the Word, but man, it's so important because it grows everything else in us. Right? It's going to grow. What we talked about first, it's going to grow. Loving one another is going to come from reading the Word. Like we're going to be yeah. more like Christ. What when we read the Word, we're going to want to use our gifts because we're called. You know, like to to do those things. It, it, so much comes out of that. I think that's why we always. We, we we harp on it because we know how important it is that that we are rooted in the word right that we that we are you know that we are turning we're turning either the app on or we're opening up the you know the old school leather and um you know noisy page bible right yeah what is that no i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> yeah dude that's that's spot on because i, I think one of the first things that I always have to check with myself is if I'm not bearing with one another, if I'm not using my gifts, if I'm not loving people, mm-hmm. have I been in the word lately? And not just like, have I read a devotional, but have I really truly spent time with God and, and really focused in and meditated on what he has to say. And, sure. and I find myself, you know, time and time again, it's like, wow. And that's, that's the root cause of, of why I, I'm I'm not being fulfilled or feeling like I'm fulfilling my duty as a Christian is because I'm not rooted in the word. Yeah. Yep. What are you uh, reading personally right now? I know it looks like from this sermon, you were in Ephesians a lot. I don't know if that's where you've been landing a lot or uh, what are you reading through right now? In the yeah. So uh, I'm actually in Isaiah. Cool. It's almost like a double-edged sword because it's for one of my classes we're doing um uh, prophecy and apocalyptic literature and Oof. so um yeah we're really taking our time through isaiah and it's been it's been tough man that's yeah, a hard to... book man it's <laughs> a hard book <laughs> yeah trying to piece together you know what what prophecy has been fulfilled what hasn't you know what's clear about it what what's maybe unclear and so but it's it's really pointed me in the direction of all right, there's this thing that happens within the human heart where we stray away from God, God calls us back, mm-hmm. and then we have a choice. We can either go back to being obedient or God's gonna gonna have some kind of judgment for us. Like in the end, the end God's gonna judge us for what we've done. And so I just keep being brought back to okay, stay obedient. Sure. Do the little things that God calls us to, because that's, that's what it means to mature. That's what it means to grow. Um, cool. So yeah, that would be for me. What about you, man? I am uh, first Peter is where I'm just kind of slowly chunking a couple verses a day, get my journal out and kind of write what I get from it. Sometimes I'm writing uh, that the exact scripture that I'm trying to get something from word for word, just, just, just slowly, Going through First Peter, I'm in First uh, Peter chapter. Uh, what was that? More chapter three, the end of chapter three, right now. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm. That's where I'm trying to get some roots in, man. Yeah, I like it. And so the last last point that I made was, um, man, when we grow in maturity as a church, we really see it best in how we love others, and an overflow of loving the church, but also loving the people that do not know Christ. And sure. I, I think for me and you, man, that's that's probably something we both preach on and teach on a lot because, you know, Jesus did say that you they will know us by our love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what 
most people are just craving is, is to be known, to be cared for. Sure. I'm sure you see that a lot in youth ministry. Definitely, man. Uh, if a student will be love at their school, they are going to jump off the page, right? I mean, people are going to, you're going to stand out. People are going to be, why is this person uh, helping me with this? Why is this person sitting with me? Why is this person giving me the time of day? Why is this person even smiling at me, right? You know, like (laughs) it could be so small in our world today. Like uh, people are going to see love. You you do. You you can't miss it, right? I mean, because this world is not a very loving world, right? Um, I'm all for kindness. I'm, I'm, I've got a shirt that says be kind, right? That kind of stuff. But uh, I think sometimes it goes a little deeper. Love's a little deeper. Love's part of kindness. Don't get me wrong, but um, love is probably the next step up, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's a little more than just being kind. Yeah, it's part of it, but we've got to go a little deeper even than just uh, it's a good starting place, but we've got to continue to go on even past that. And it's, it's an unconditional love. You know, most yep. love that we experience today is, all right, so I've scratched your back. Now it's time for you to scratch mine type thing. It's, yeah. it's a love that, hey, we're not expecting anything. We just, because Jesus loves us, we want to love others. I mean, sure. it's, it sounds simple and sometimes it is, um, but man, it, it does. It changes people's lives. Does it? Definitely. Well, man, uh, as we wrap up with this, uh, do you have any, any other thoughts uh, about the message? No, man, I've really enjoyed it. I like the way you framed it um, in that uh, that we grow in maturity on purpose over time and in community. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people will grasp that, like if they will realize that, like, okay, you're going to have to do something. It, it's going to have to be purposeful, right? You know, you're, you're going to have to seek it out if you want to grow. Um, it's going to take time. Like, don't think this is an overnight thing, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely not an overnight thing. And then you need some other people on the path with you. Um, that is a recipe for, for growing a maturity, right? I mean, if people would just do some things on purpose over time and get the right people around you, some people uh, to, to be with you, it, it, man, it's, it's just a great re- recipe for growth. It is. Um, it's, so it's, it's great. I thought, you did a, I thought you did a good job, man. I know it's nice to have that first one kind of at the new spot under your belt. I remember that day and, uh, <laughs> You know, as as you get to know the congregation better, as they get to know you better, it's it just uh, I love watching that happen too. Like I love watching someone who preaches get to know the congregation even more, and I love to see the congregation get to know your heart a little more because it just continues to make uh, the message, you know, God's word jump off the page even more and more. So good stuff, man. And hopefully, people are taking that home and and really going to focus on that on purpose over time and in community. Uh, yeah. See some growth. Yeah, man. All right. So I got one question uh, as we close, what are you looking forward to? Whether, you know, something personally going on or uh, maybe something at the church, what are you looking forward to that's coming up soon? I am looking forward to um, it's spring break week this week. And we have uh, rented a little cabin at Fort Yargo and I was forward to it. Now it's raining for the next I'm looking forward to, because, you know, there's a family from church that's going to be, uh, well, they're going to be out there, and another family is supposed to come out. I don't know if they will now because it's, you know, it's. I, I'm looking forward to. It. I took the week off, you know, so I'm really enjoy just being having a little bit of a, a break here, 
before uh, we get into the chaos of summer and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. that's looking forward to uh, we're leaving here in an hour, man. So uh, we're uh, going to hit the road for an hour and go to Fort Yargo for a bit. Sweet, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, do this podcast, man. It really means a lot. No problem at all, man. Anytime you need uh, somebody to yap a little bit, I'll be glad to do it. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Take care, Brian. Take care, man. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.